For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Master. Alingo tapende ileranaya. Oh yes. Thank you for gathering us again. Oh my Father. Maloria mashanda labada. Thank you, Lord, for today. For the wonderful privilege we have to be here. We ask that you'll open our eyes as we come to your word, that your word will have free course in our lives. Please open our eyes, the eyes of our understanding. Oh yes, that we might know the hope of our calling and what is the riches of the glory of the inheritance you have in the saints and the resurrection power that is still at work in us. We thank you. Feel free here. Oh yes. Let the entrance of your word bring healing. Healing to our lives. Healing to our hearts. And healing to our different situations. We thank you. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Alright. This month. I don't know whether you've managed to win a soul this month. Whether you've managed to attempt to be fruitful. Ask your neighbor, have you attempted to be fruitful this month? God is constantly speaking to us by his word. Hallelujah. Now today, closely related to the series I'm sharing is... Uh, a very important subject and I want you to just look at something from um, Luke 16. This is the dialogue between um, Father Abraham and a man whose name is not known in the Bible but he's called a rich man. He's called a certain rich man. Um Some people say he's called Dives, but I don't think Dives is the name. So the Bible says that he was somebody who lived and fed sumptuously. That means that he was living luxuriously and things were, he was was eating well and had many things. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sauce and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sauce. Came to pass that the beggar died. This is a story that often... um, is told at Sunday school, but many people didn't go to Sunday school. 
Or you didn't hear the story there, so we will keep saying it so that it will be refreshed in your mind. It came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. And send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water. Cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And beside all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house, for I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded Though one rose from the dead. Hey. Now this passage is so, so, so important. That I believe that it must be written on the tablet of our hearts. And as a church and as believers. It must always speak to us. Here is this man who is now in hell. And you may never know, I don't know whether you like to go to hell and come back so that you come and tell us what is there. But some people don't believe anything that you tell them unless they experience something or something hoodious or something, something catastrophic. You see. Yes. And um, this rich man was in hell. And it is Jesus who is telling the story. So I don't think you can even say that he's lying or he's just... And some believe that it's not just a parable because of the actual names that have been written or have been spoken about. Because Lazarus is mentioned. Abraham is mentioned. Abraham really lived. We all know that. And therefore, Lazarus must have really lived because his name is mentioned in relation to the man who lived that we all know about. And he's called Father Abraham. So it's not a parable. It's not an illustration. Just something that you have to use your allegorical liter- literature, knowledge and skill to sort of analyze. It's a real story of an event that really happened. And you and I don't have a chance 
to go to the other side and return to come and tell people that look look at my face i'm real and I, you know me I, I i won't lie to you i went to and i've come and and the thing is real i saw father abraham is true there's a place he is the lord of that place so he's, he's, he's been named like dansoman dansoman is the man of danso that the man the land that's dansoman danso's land yes Akwetema is the man is called Akwete. Then he settled there. Is that not so? Even Teima, Kwashima, all of them are named after people, like maybe the first dwellers of the land or the man who was the most influential, and then they named it. Uh, uh, <laughs> do you understand? So, so names of places. So, where we went is not Dansoman. Neither is it Akwetema. And um, it's not also um, Taima. Which other ma is there? Or Kojokrum. Kojokrum is Kojo, is Krum and is Kojo's town. That's the man is called Kojo. Do you understand? Kube, Kube Krum. <laughs> Kube Krum is likely to be a place which has a lot of coconuts. So, uh, Amasa, a man called Amasa lived at a place and as Amasa man. So when you hear man, it's town or land. So the one, the name before is a person's name or something associated with that area. I hope you are hearing that Nanakrum, yes, Nanakrum Estates. So now Abraham's bosom. So if it was in Chi, Abraham Krum or Abraham Ma. If he was in Accra, Abraham Ma. If it's <laughs> Abraham Ma. Abraham Ma. Yes. Or Abraham Ma. Abraham Ma. Yes. Abraham Ma. Where do you live? Oh, I live at Abraham Ma. So the rich man, he didn't get a chance to live at Abraham Ma. So where he was living, he could see the Abraham's area where Abraham was. And he saw this Lazarus that he knew when he was in town, when he was alive. And this boy was now in a very posh. He was now enjoying. He could see that the boy was enjoying. He could see that there was water where he was. He could see that, I don't know whether there were other juices or other foods or something. That It's like, yeah, this guy is really enjoying. But then he, he was tormenting. The Bible says that he was in torments. He was struggling. He was in pain. So he screamed and they could hear him from where he was. And he now had a long distance discussion with Abraham. Father Abraham! Hey! So when you get to that place, you will recognize people without internet. Now when you search people's names, Google will bring their faces. You see there's news images at the top there. When you click on images, you see faces. So you know the type of People who are called by the name you are searching for. There you won't search. Oh, you see, no, you see the person. Anybody you see, you know the person's name. Even I'm told, Rejoiner, who is a prophet, he went to heaven. He said, even when you think, it's broadcast. So, so people hear your thoughts. It's like how we speak and we, you hear us. When there, when you are thinking, who is this person? How did he come to be here? When you think that they say, hey, who is this person? How did he come to be here? Then they will answer you. How, 
this wicked boy, pa, how did he get to be in heaven? Me that have been a Christian for many years, serving the Lord and working in the church, I've also come here. And he, he was wicked. Uh, all I knew is that he died as a bad boy. How did he come to be here? They will broadcast your thoughts and everybody will be answering your question for you. Hey! So he shouted, Father Abraham! Hey! Excuse me! I am here! (laughs) It's me! Then he said, Hey, Lazarus! Wow! Hey, Father Abraham! Father Abraham! Hey, my name is the, I'm sure he must have mentioned this. Hey, hey, that boy, that boy, I know him. I know the guy who is drinking that cold juice with ice. I know him. He's Lazarus. He was by my gates. He knows me. Can he dip his finger in water and cool my tongue? And Father Abraham said, no. And Father Abraham, you see, father, fatherly people, they, they respond to people that you wouldn't like to respond to. You see, fathers are very nice and they, they, they are very accommodating. When you are a senior brother like the prodigal son, the prodigal boy's brother, you don't respond to things that your people are asking you. So, Father Abraham had time for the man. And that dialogue is very important for us. He said, I need water. If he can dip his finger. And Abraham said, no, it's not possible. It's not possible. And then he said, even if it was possible for him to... I mean, you imagine that. Even here, if I dip my finger in water and I want to move from here to the, just the fifth row, do you think this drop can... Con, con, it was, I have to balance it on my finger like this uh, before I get to where you are, to drop that drop on your tongue. That shows how desperate he was. And this is why... Jesus was telling us the real thing of what happens on that side. And all the people you know who are dead, they are in one of these places. And all those who are alive are going to one of these places, including us. So Father Abraham said to him that, even if it was possible, the problem, another problem we have is that between where you are and where we are, there is a great gulf. A gulf is like a hole. Like, okay, okay, so a gutter. You understand a gutter? Have you seen the gutter that the Odor River goes through? How many have seen that gutter? I think it's very wide. It's wider than the double road. Like maybe, like, between this, our dual carriage here. It's wider than it. Oh yes, the Odor gutter. Cars can be going through when it rains and it floods. To be carrying cars. It's about 50 meters. And here is 45 meters. This wall, this wall to this wall is 45 meters. So even let's say you are on that side of the Odor River and you want to go and give somebody water. How do you jump? I mean, long jump is not something that you can easily do. I mean, those of you who are here, you can't jump, first of all, before you jump long. <laughs> If there's something and they say jump right now, like maybe there's uh, somebody is chasing you and then you have to jump a gutter. Hey! And the gutter is even the length of this carpet. How many of us can jump from here and land on the step here? Prince, can you jump from here and cross this whole carpet and arrive here? Boom! Like that. Can you do it? 
Hey, before our sisters, <laughs> you can't even run before you are going to jump. And Abraham said, that gap, so uh, Pinkerfield Spirituals, it used to be a group many years ago in the early 80s, late 70s, early 80s. They used to sing a song, there is a big gutter, no bridge. There is a big gutter, no bridge. There's a big gutter, no bridge. Which is that? There is a, that the gutter is what we can understand as Ghanaians. Hey. But we play gutter to gutter. But there is a gutter. It's so deep. It's so wide. He says that nobody can pass from hence to thence. Like where we are, hence to thence is where you are. And from where you are to where we are, nobody can also cross. Even if it was possible to dip the tip of your finger or even carry a bottle of water, there's no way you can cross. Hey, and the man said, okay, if it's not possible for me, then send him to my father's house, which is why we are here. Send him to my father's house, which is not in heaven, it's not in hell, but it is on earth where we all left. We were all on earth. We have brothers and sisters there. Send this man there. When you send him there, I have five brothers. How did the way they are living, they are likely to end up here. They are likely to end up here. And Abraham said again, it's not possible. It's not possible to send this man who is now comforted. He cannot be sent from here and be taken to go back. It's like, go back. Even many of our brothers who are in America, if you say they should come back, they don't want to come back. To come to the portholes, to come to the doomsaw, to come to the uh, uh, the network you are calling is out of coverage area. This type of things you don't you don't you don't have it in many places. Flooding when it rains, now everybody knows that there are some homes you need a canoe. Say, it's not possible for him to return. But they have the prophets. They have Moses. Yes. I'm sure it must have been in the era of Moses for him to be saying that they have Moses. You say, names like Moses are being mentioned. Which means Moses was alive when the man went to, to hell. And now he was appealing to Father Abraham. And Father Abraham was also answering him that, no, they, they have Moses. Moses is there. Moses is preaching. They, and then they have the prophets. They should hear them. Let them hear them. Let them hear them. Let them hear them. Let your brothers who are not saved, let them hear the prophets. Let your brothers, your sisters who are not born again, let them hear the preachers. And when I was reading this, it struck my heart. That this rich man will turn from Father Abraham. And as he turns from him, his heart will be burning. That these prophets, they should preach well. Or they should preach the thing well. Because where we are is very bad. And that is where you and I come in. We are the prophets. We are the Moses of our time. And that is why when Jesus was going, he had no other group to leave this commission with. 
than those who have believed in him and received his word. And he charged them and said, Go ye into all the world and preach. They were not called prophets. They just called them disciples. And you are also a disciple. You are also a Christian. And you are now saying that you believe in Jesus. And you believe that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You believe it. Do you believe it? I should ask you. Do you believe it? Do you believe You mind me. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? I'm asking you a question. Do you believe it? Do you think that those who do not believe in Jesus will perish in their sins? Are you sure you believe it? And to us, he has given the commission. And the rich man, I don't know whether now the rich man, I don't know, he's he's suffered, he has met his brothers because... Why people? I used to think when I was a young person that it is when people are rich that they go to hell. But I realized from this story that it's not because the rich man was rich. It was because he did not listen to the Moses and the prophets of his day. And today we still have people who are not listening to the preachers of your day. And even Christians who are sitting here as I'm preaching, you are not listening to me. You are not listening to me. And, and the man said that, oh, no, 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 no. I think that if somebody rises from the dead and come to tell the people, they will believe it. And Abraham said, no. Each question the man and each point he brought, Abraham canceled it. He said, no. If they don't listen to Moses, they don't listen to uh, uh, the prophets. Even if somebody rises from the dead and come to tell them that the thing is what it is, they will not believe it. And we are all here. People have said that they died, they rose up. You don't listen to them. You say they are lying. No, they didn't really die. Oh, these people, this is how they are, they are looking for money. They are just going from station to station saying that they died. They went to see their relatives. How can it be possible? It's not true. They are lying. They are looking for fame. They want to go viral. <laughs> They want, they, they want to be on YouTube and collect uh, views so that they can get money. This one is not real. Don't mind them. All these people, when they talk, they are frightening us. That's what you say. Even if it is true. Even if the person really died and he went to hell and he's come to stand in front of you, you will not believe it. And Father Abraham is right. Because if they don't listen and believe the prophets who are preaching, neither will they believe if though one rose from the dead and today I pray that you will be able to believe yes because the rich man is relying on us that relative of yours who is in hell he's relying on you to talk to your other siblings that colleague whose funeral you attended that Friday the whole office was closed now because a colleague had died and you went for that funeral. That guy went to hell. And in hell, he's praying that he also has other colleagues who are in the office with you. And he knows that you are a believer. But you are not saying anything. I want to just, in this light, um, take you to this very important thing that I believe can help your heart to think aright. 
and I want to talk to you about why you must be a soul winner. Number 38. <laughs> because when I, I start from number one, it's 120 reasons. We will never get to 38. So I've preached this many times. I never get to even 24. So today I'm starting from 38. And 38, I believe, talks about the treasures of salvation. Thirty-six. You must be a soul winner so that the lost will also benefit from the treasures of salvation. Treasures of salvation. Yes. Winning souls is a great thing. In First Thessalonians chapter two, verse nineteen, Paul writes and says that for what is our hope, our joy? Or the crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus when he comes. Is it not you? Indeed, you are our glory and our joy. Look at how Paul describes people that he has won to the Lord. He says, for what is our hope? What is our joy? Our crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus when he comes. Is it not you? The NIV says, is it not you? Indeed, you are our glory and our joy. You are our glory and our joy. Oh yes. There is a beautiful thing about winning souls. There is something, Paul says, and he found it so valuable that he said that, ah, when I stand before Jesus, when I arrive in heaven, when I get to the other side, what is going to be the rejoicing? It's like, what is bringing, when I arrive, what am I going to be rejoicing about? Is it not because I have people like you that are brought to the Lord? Yes, you are my joy. You are my glory. Yes. Oh, how I pray that God will touch your heart and make you see what Paul saw. What he sees when he's winning souls, when he's talking to people, when he's preaching the gospel, he's excited about it because one day when he stands before God, it will be his joy, it will be his glory, it will be his crown of rejoicing. Yes. Oh, yes. But many of us cannot see so far into this but I want to preach it until it finds access into your inner man I want to tell it because if the rich man is looking at me as I'm in the church and I'm preaching how you can marry and be successful in the marriage something that the bible says that it only happens when we are here for in heaven they neither marry nor are given in marriage so those of you who are not married oh who pe- asa Every day postponing, postponing, postponing. You postpone it. You postpone it. When you die, came Ubedu and said, Hey, single brother, you have come. You'll be single forever and ever. And if you are married, when you arrive in heaven, your wife is like your Christian sister who is walking. She may have a chamber, uh, some mansion different from yours. (laughs) 
Those of you who think marriage is so something that is like you die with it, you do everything, make every sacrifice, hold on to it so much that it's like me and my wife, my wife and I, my husband and I, we and our children, we are the this, we are the this. Oh, I don't know. And many times because of marriage, people don't serve God. Because of children, they don't go to church well. Because of marriage, they don't go to church well. They don't serve God properly. Oh, my husband is like this. And my wife is like that. Oh, my wife. I, you know, I like to be with my wife when we are together. And she's sitting opposite me. And we are having our prayers before we have our meals. You know, I feel very spiritual. Sure. You are worshiping her now, Sunday lunch is a tradition. Sunday lunch, you know. I want to be with my wife on Sunday, you know. And we have our lunch and with our children and whatever, whatever, whatever. You sit down. Your values are misplaced. Your values are misplaced. There are more valuable things. And Paul is saying that one of the valuable things, that one of the amazing and wonderful things in this life that you may not even see. That's why you always pray for your eyes to be open. Lord, open my eyes. Lord, open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things. Lord, open the eyes of my understanding that it will be enlightened, that I may know. It's because when he's praying those prayers, it's helping him to see what is truly important and valuable. I as my beloved, and I want to get a beloved. So when you are in the church, you are not serving God. You are looking at potential beloveds. What is that? Rather, when you see God first, all these things are added. They find their proper place. But people marry and they struggle in their marriage. Because marriage, you know, if you focus on the marriage alone, hey, oh. All your happiness in the world is this man. All your joy, your crown, your crown of glory, your crown of rejoicing is this. <laughs> that boat that you have married. And you may be listening to me and wondering, what am I talking about? But we are, we are listening to Jesus who knows he was the Bible says that he was from the father he was from there he came from there before he came to be with us he was from there he was equal with God he was equal with God but he didn't count it a thing to be grasped so he left that glory and that majesty and he came here and he came here and he's showing us what is that you don't know it I don't know it Jesus is the one who is showing us and he's mentioning real names to tell us that this is what it is and he's showing us that there is a rich man in hell. There is a rich man in hell. There is a rich man in hell. He's crying that let there be somebody preaching. A prophet, an evangelist preaching. And you'll see us, we'll be here as, as though we don't know that there is a hell. But when you live here, you, you may feel the heat of the sun, but Jack, it's nothing compared. You may even feel the fire and oil that comes from your kitchen. But honest hot oil, but it is not the same as hell. Hell is different. Somebody who is so tormented that he wants a drop. I mean, I don't know where I can get a drop from. A drop of water, like you dip your finger in water. So what he really needs is this drop if he is thirsty. I don't know whether you've been thirsty before, but if you've been thirsty and all you want is to dip his finger in water and come and cool my tongue, it's like this drop. 
mean, you can't imagine. You see, <clears throat> hey, that this uh, is what you need. It's like if you were to get this drop, you'll be okay. Oh, brother, sister. Maybe you think that marriage is important, but it's not as important as saving a soul. It's not as important as saving a soul. And you must become a soul winner so that people who are destined to help... Look, eh, you, uh, the person may be handsome, but he's destined for hell. The person may be beautiful, may be glorious, nicely dressed, but he's destined for hell, I'm telling you. As we live, not everybody is going to heaven. It's a lie for you to think that we are all children of God. <laughs> you, you think that we are all children of God just because we were created by God. You are not a, you are a child. It can be a type of definition, but that's not what God is looking at. When Jesus came, he said, as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. That means that not everybody is a son of God. Not everybody. He came to his own. John 1, 11. He came unto his own. His own received him not. His own received him not. He came to the Jews. The Jews rejected him. He came to his own people. They rejected him. Then he said, but as many as received him, the people that didn't reject him, he gave them power to become the sons of God. They said, even to them that believe on his name. That means that some people may not see him to receive him, but they will hear of his name and then they will believe on that name. And because they believe on that name, they will also be given the same power to become the sons of God. It's a lie. It's not true. Even people in the church, not everybody is a son of God. Not everybody is a child of God. I'm sorry. Some people think when you come to church, because you come to church on Sundays, you are a child of God. No, 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 no. That's not true. Some people think that because you sing in the choir, it makes you a child of God. It's not true at all. Romans 10, 9 and 10 He says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth The Lord Jesus And shall believe in thine heart If you shall confess with thy mouth The Lord Jesus And believe in your heart Believe in your heart Believe in your heart Not for people to see you But believe in your heart That God raised him from the dead Not to have your name in a church's record Not to have me as your bishop I can be your bishop But you can be on your way to hell Maybe you may be joking with this whole thing, but honestly, today I would like to to no holds barred. Let me say it well, because this rich man is uh, he's in hell and he can see that a place. My brothers, they are drinking soft drinks and they are drinking hard liquor and they are drinking things with with ice in it. But over here, there will be nothing to drink. That's why we are we have to be so winners. That's why. And Paul said, when I arrive in heaven, what will be my joy? What will be my glory? What will be my, uh, uh, what will be the thing that I boast in or I'm so excited about? The fact that I have people that are standing before God, it will be my joy. It will be my crown of riches. Like the culmination of my joy is in this. Ah. Oh, yes. So be a soul winner so that others 
can also experience the treasures of salvation. Are you listening to me? Number one, most people only acquire treasures on earth. Most people, all you know is treasures on earth. Or I have a bank account at Barclays. I have a bank, uh, is it Barclays? Absa. I have a bank account at Ecobank. I have a bank account, offshore account at, uh, uh, why, why, why? Eh? Who are those who, 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 who give us offshore accounts? Eh? HSBC, UMB, they have offshore accounts, Standard Bank. It's like you have an offshore account, dollar account, euro account. All you know is something for here, but you don't know about there is something called treasures in heaven. Let me read a scripture. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 17. He says, Charge them that are rich. Charge. Today I'm charging you. Charging you. Say, charge me, Bishop. Bishop. You are listening to me on Sweet Melodies. You are listening to me on Dafopa. You are on Facebook. When we preach the scriptures, you don't like scriptures. Open Konya. One day God will ship pastors. Oh, our Bishop will be shipped, Papa. But we looked at the faces of the people and then we just preached what we feel they will be happy about. But we never brought them the mind of God. Then Jesus told us that somebody is in hell. He's crying for people on earth to preach so that his brothers wouldn't come here. Then you are on earth. You are just doing games and doing playing games with the church and the word of God. There's even a song that says, playing games and making babies, doing jobs. There's a song like that. Making yes. babies and changing jobs. The obligation of a Christian attend great things for God. The obligation of a Christian. Obligation. Don't worry. Don't worry at all. There is a song. Go and listen to it. I told you that the song they also preached to you. Charge them that are rich in this world. Charge the believers who are sitting in the church. You may not even be rich, but you also need a charge. And today I'm charging you. Abigail, I'm charging. Today is your birthday, isn't it? Yes, today is your birthday. Beautiful. Don't worry. And your son's birthday was yesterday. Today is your son's birthday. Yesterday was your birthday. There's a more balance in man. So, and then next week is your husband's birthday. More calculate Just say we must all be born around one week, one week, one week, one week. Montenaho. That's what is important to you, but there is something more important than synchronizing your birthdays. How did you even do that? Hey, nine months from now, they'll be trying, no, no, not today. Wait, 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 wait. If you do now, it will come before, so let's wait. Hey, charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God. Who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. And he spake a parable unto them saying, Luke 12, verse 16. The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought to himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. He says, I will do this. This is what I will do. I will pull down my bands and I will do what? And I'll build greater. And then, there will I bestow all my fruits and all my goods. 
And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night <laughs> thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall these things be which you have provided? Yes. So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. He is not rich toward God. There are treasures before God. There are valuable things before God. There are things that are high in the sight of God. Building a bigger storehouse and putting all your harvest in it and telling your soul that hey, you do the chalewi, they go enjoy you. Hey, from now till you die. He didn't know that that night was the last day. If he knew that night was the last day, he wouldn't even make such a statement and he wouldn't even be expanding the storehouse. He'll be thinking about something different. Do you know when you die? Do you know when you are going? Ask your neighbor, do you know when you are going? Ask somebody. You will feel like joke with it. Ask your neighbor, do you know when you are going? Ask him, when, when are you going? When are you going? When are you leaving this earth? When are you leaving? I'm sure you know when you are leaving church. I know you are, you are sure when you are leaving for work. I'm sure you know when you are leaving for America because of the visa you have. I'm sure you may know when you are leaving for UK because you have a visa there. I know you are, you are, you will know when you are leaving for the funeral because the date is set and the, and the funeral time is set. But do you know when you will leave this earth, this place? Do you know it? That is why whilst you live, Bible tells us in Matthew 6 and verse 19. Matthew 6 verse 19. What does he say? He says, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth. Treasures, money, houses. What are treasures? Cars, treasures, jewelry, shoes, lands. Designer shoes, designer glasses, designer hair, hair pieces. These are treasures, cars, phones, iPhone, iPhone 15, uh, S23. And what else? What are the nice phones in town? Samsung Fold, Z Fold. These are treasures. And this is what we are all looking. We all like them when we get them. We like them. I want you to know something. These are treasures. Lay not for yourself. Don't concentrate on these treasures. Don't let them consume you. Don't let them take your whole attention on this earth. Because moth. What is moth? No. Moth is the darker one. What do they do? Yeah? What, what does moth do? Say, not where moth and rust doth corrupt. Yes. Is it not termites also? It's a type of butterfly. But darker. They chew they chew corn and they chew like they spoil the plantations anything somebody is describing moth for us anything that gradually and silently eats consumes or wastes any other thing 
Ah, uh, you see, it's not even talking about the butterfly now. It's not a word. <laughs> Anything at all, including that one, including uh, uh, termites. I remember when I was in Akuse, I lived somewhere. I, I don't know the 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 the, the, the moths or, or the termites like it. And sometimes they can come through the cracks of the concrete and the cracks of the the plaster of the wall and they will appear before you realize they are in your wardrobe how? one day I lifted a dress and under it were termites and they are eating the ones that were down and they were coming up they had bored holes in all the things I couldn't wear them anymore moth had corrupted if it was my designer Christian Dior or my designer Pierre Cadet Pierre Cadet shirt Charles Tyrell shirt or, or, or uh, T.M. Lewin or I don't know which other shirts are nice House and Curtis and then what? House and Curtis and then what? Eh? T.M. Lewin and then what? Louis Vuitton Gucci, Nike, Givenchy, Prada, Fendi, huh? Hill figure. You see, these are the names. What are they now? Do you know the name of the shirt you are wearing? Eh? Do you what's the name of the shirt you are wearing? He doesn't even know. And this one is chaps. Yes. What's the name of your shirt? It's Polo. Ah, Opolo we mom This Polo there, I'm sure that is from China. <laughs> Moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. Wherever you have your treasures, where something that what? Anything that gradually and silently eats, consumes, or wastes any other thing, anything at all, anything silently. You put your dress there when you come, you open your white shirt, you see that uh, rust marks. It's like what I tell a wardrobe, I don't know how it is that brown brown spots have come into your shirt something has silently and quietly destroyed your beautiful white dress oh yes and where rusts rusts <laughs> hey, I played golf you know and I won some silver cup you know one day I went to look at the silver cup ah oh I had not poured water on it. I had not put anything but rust. Rust spots. The shiny silver was gone. It had become brown, 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 brown. And it was getting spoiled. I threw it away. I threw it away. Here on earth, I threw away my silver cup that I wore. They added a golden tulip. Uh, what do you call it? Golden tulip uh, weekend with my wife. Yes, and we went. Yes. <laughs> the other, that one was not corrupted. The other day, my wife was asking that, hey, it's a long time since you won anything. Or per golden tulip, I call. 
<laughs> it's a gentle reminder that I, it's a long time since I heard that you have won any competition. It's like because we are not going to Golden Tulip or anywhere like that. So when are we going again? If we want to go to Golden, I don't need to win a silver cup. We can go there now. But the trophy they gave me had been corrupted. I won another competition. There was a little glass, something beautiful, slender. On top of it was a golf ball. And at the base of it was, I think it was second prize, men's something, something competition. I brought it, put it on my mantelpiece. It looks so beautiful. When the light goes on it, it shines. One day, I arrived. I don't know what I was doing. My hand hit the thing. It fell like this. No. The ball that is on top of the glass came off and was rolling on the floor. Corrupted. Rust is corrupting. Then thieves. <laughs> hey, brother. Everybody knows that this is one of the threats to your treasures on earth. As you have labored and toiled, then somebody just comes one day and collects what you have labored and toiled for. But that is what happens here on this earth. When Adam sinned, God said, What is this you have done? Well, he could see thieves coming to people's homes with, arm, uh, with arms, machetes. With guns to come and take your things away. So if all you have is all you have acquired is what you have labored for. Is for these things where thieves can come and take away your car. Thieves can come and collect your television away. My sister died. She left the house. There's nobody there. I've just been looking at it, opening it and making people clean their place and close it, opening and close, opening and close. One day I went there. Caretaker said to me that they have come. I said, Who has come? He said, They have come. They've come to cut the uh, uh, begla proofing and they've entered the place and ransacked. So he doesn't know what they have taken, but I should hurry up and come. So I rushed to the place. They have cut the, the begla proofing. They have entered the room, ransacked the room. I think the guy was looking for money, but he didn't get money. So there was a television, small one like this, that could fit it to, through the window. He carried it and passed through the window with a small television. If all your life is this television you have acquired and somebody takes it away, you can easily die. But he gives you an advice. But, but, Lay up for yourself treasures in heaven. And there are treasures in heaven. There are treasures. Heaven has treasures. Where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt. Where thieves do not break through nor steal. They can never steal the things that you have laid up in heaven. I've, I've had a few things stolen before. I've even one day I was asleep. I woke up somebody I, I actually woke up to the bang the loud noise of a blast and i was wondering what happened. boom i woke up and i saw a gentleman running he jumped the wall he ran he went and when i looked outside my beautiful nice dear rubber elantra not more than seven months old the guy had come trying to remove the windscreen so because it was dark he put his crowbar or whatever bow he was using on the glass so as he was 
trying to find he didn't know that he was not at the end he wanted to lift it from there where the glue was but he had put it on the glass so when he pressed then the thing cracked then the thing exploded boom and the whole windscreen shattered my brand new tear rubber given to me by lighthouse chapel international <laughs> 1996 tear rubber car green not green lime green yes beautiful so posh that when i would park it i'll be shy that i am the one driving such a nice car so i wait for everybody to leave before i go into my car <laughs> the thief my heart was in that car no, it, it had those cut eyes aerodynamic very rounded edges oh beautiful Jesus there was no car that could pass me on the road when I'm in that car <laughs> very nice and if you haven't driven a tear rubber car before hey die my, may God give you such a tear rubber car one day in the name of Jesus at least before you die tear car. may the Lord give you a tear just to experience driving it not sitting you can sit in one but i'm talking about you driving owning and driving hey it was beautiful the thief had come he had come to steal another time i, I was asleep my wife woke up and said she was afraid so she couldn't scream when i woke up I saw a man, the, the, a pole, a long pole that had come into the room <laughs> and was lifting some clothes. <laughs> this one is called Oman Fojula. It's like some area thief. This one is not a serious one. This is what you are laboring for in this world. But the Bible says that lay out for yourself treasures in heaven. There are treasures in heaven. That's why one of the when Paul said that when I see you, when I arrive in heaven, I stand before Jesus. What will be my joy? Will be the people that have won for the Lord. My crown of rejoicing are the souls I have won. They are valuable things in heaven. You are joking with it. You are joking with it. Where neither, <laughs> neither, when you have treasures, there is never corrupted, it can never be corrupted, and it can never go rusty, and it can never be stolen away from you. But the things we are laboring for in this life, these are the three attackers. The moths are coming to corrupt it, the, the, the rust is coming to rust it, the thieves are coming to steal it. But there are treasures. There is some there is such a thing as treasures in heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, let us yearn to store up treasures in heaven because in that place it stays to your advantage forever. And then verse 20, 20 the next verse is for where your treasure is, there will your heart be. That's why your heart is not in the church. Your heart because you don't have treasures in heaven, so your heart is not on it. So don't only lay up most people only acquire treasures on it number two number two there are everlasting treasures found in heaven yes 
Matthew 26 20. Number three, the spiritual treasures of heaven are hidden. Spiritual treasures of heaven are hidden. Heaven is hidden. The blood of Jesus is hidden. The Holy Spirit is not something you can easily see. Yes. These are the things that are laid out for us. Treasures. They are hidden. Hmm? Are you there still? Number four, you must give up everything for the treasure of the kingdom. Matthew 13, 44, again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field, the which when a man hath found, he hideth, and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath. Give up your old ways. Give up your old friends. Give up your old ambitions and embrace this gospel and embrace this Jesus. He is such a treasure unto you. Therefore, that believe he is precious. He is precious. There is a treasure that we have found. There's a treasure that I found in you. There's a song that says that there's a treasure that I found in you. Yes. Treasure that we have found in the Lord. That's what makes us win souls and come to church and do all the things we do because we feel that there's something more valuable serving God than amassing things that are corrupted by moth, by rust, and by thieves. Hey, number five, God urges everyone to pay the price for this great spiritual treasure. Pay the price. Isaiah 51 1 says, Ho everyone that tested, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come ye buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. He urges us, pay the price. There's a price. There is a price to be fruitful. There is a price. It will call for your time, it will call for your leisure it will call for you may have to give up some leisure some nice this type of me i I also like soccer i like soccer papa i just don't support anything because i don't like the tension and pressure anybody i'm when i support something i don't know since i I don't know my heart cannot contain it i used to support arsenal yeah i left now dear anybody who wins i support you so now my team is manchester city i don't i don't like i don't have this type of even they cry i'm just because they have won i'm just following them but otherwise it's not my team yes now tigana chelsea is your team you support chelsea so much that you won't come to church when chelsea is playing champions league support Chelsea so much and you are so passionate you have their jersey you have their bandana you have their cap you have their bed sheet you have their towel they have socks too and boxer shows that they have written FC 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 Chelsea FC Chelsea FC Chelsea FC Chelsea FC CFC 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 in your boxer shows now Oceanad in like my team this is my team you have worn your team blue one blue and white writing the blues and when they win they don't give you money then when they lose you can't eat why can't you eat huh? me I, I say I eat anytime any team loses I eat even black stars when they 
I don't watch them. I don't like watching because black stars near gardening, so by all means, if they are playing, I have to support them. But <laughs> black stars, they give heartache. So they keep and still no, you are watching. Yeah, I cannot watch them. When I see that, if even when they are doing well, rather the tension is more on me. Because when they are doing well, then they have a way of playing. I'm see, yeah, yeah. We our soccer is called agro soccer. Agro. You take the agro and go and meet the Germans. They don't have any formula. They are run. They want to score. That's all. They will give you. That's why we went to meet the Germans. They beat us six one. Or seven one, six one, six one. Hey, Obeka said, President Nehu Ghana, as if the president had died in Ghana. Hey, meanwhile we we beat them, we score first too. Hey, come and see Ghana. Seven about seventy two minutes we're leading them. Hey, 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 hey. When, when, then when they get the ball, then they'll be doing something. Else. Ah, now the ball is there. Then he will do his hand up. Then he'll put his leg on it. Germans, you know, they don't like this type of play. They will come at you, collect the ball, and be they just they don't dribble. Gunman was just say, we are going forward. <laughs> Charlie Samboque. Then they say, Samboque, fall back. So on table fall back means lie down. My time is finished, but let me just give you one last one. God offers you the treasures of his mercy. The mercy of God, the blood of Jesus, the Holy Spirit. These are treasures. These are things that when somebody gets born again, he doesn't know what it's God's mercy is about. Bible calls God who was who is rich in mercy. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4. God who is rich in mercy. Many people don't know that. God is rich in mercy. God is rich in mercy. God is a forgiving God. These are treasures. These are valuable things. So Paul prayed. He said that the eyes of understanding will be enlightened to know what is the hope of our calling. There's a hope. Forgiveness. The Holy Spirit. Bible says that those who do despite according to the uh, the blood of Jesus and, and the Holy Spirit there's sorrow punishment for them these are treasures you don't joke with treasures of the Holy Spirit when they, they, they heard the people speak in tongues they said oh they, they, how can they also be born again and receive this Peter said to them that repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit the gift Ah, hallelujah. Treasures. Unbelievers, your brothers, they are looking for such a gift. Such a gift. Such a gift. When you become a soul winner, you afford people the opportunity to also experience the gift of the Holy Ghost. The gift of the Holy Ghost. The blood of Jesus. You have counted the blood 
that washed you from your sins as an unworthy thing. It's like a very valuable thing. Bible says you are not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, but with the precious blood of Jesus. Precious. When you are not spiritual, these are not things you... you, you when you are even singing the blood, you'll be thinking that the blood must be used to kill your enemies. No, 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 no. Our sins first. It's the, the reason that your sin is red like the chair you are sitting on and yet it can become white like white. White. I don't know which, what is white. It's Mr. wearing white. No. Right. That's the blood of Jesus. And then God offers you the treasures of eternal and abundant life treasures of eternal and abundant life and then mansions in heaven jesus said in uh, john 14 he says in my father's house from verse 2 there are many mansions and now when i go and i prepare a place and you come i will take you to where i am and where i am there you may be also that's treasure anywhere you are in the world a house is a treasure and a mansion is a treasure in accra is a treasure in Kumasi is a treasure. If you own a house in England, it's a treasure. If you own a house in America, it's a treasure. And how much more heaven? You are struggling to have a house at uh, a house that your father left you at Mamubi. You understand? The toilet doesn't work. The wash, the bathroom, the water doesn't go. You can't even bath there. You have to stand in a, a, a bath and bath in the bowl and let the water drain in the bowl so that you carry it outside and throw it in the, away on the streets not even in a gutter that's what you are fighting over but there is a mansion there is a mansion prepared prepared there is a mansion these are the treasures we labor for huh? before the crown that we receive when we go to heaven where crowns will be on our head we'll join the royal family oh my god stand to your feet my time is finished the Stand to your feet. Lift your hand. We are committing ourselves again to this assignment. I want to be a soul winner. I want to afford people the opportunity to also experience the treasures, treasures, treasures 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 lift your hand and pray father i want to be a soul winner i want to be a soul winner may i not turn a deaf ear to the cries of the rich man in hell to my relatives in hell to my classmate my best friend who died oh i never preached to him about jesus he never was born again both of us were unbelievers we died in a car accident i am alive both of us were in that accident but i escaped and he died oh my father and i got born again later on that friend of yours is screaming from hell that you must reach out to other friends some of the classmates you have are also going to end up in the same place but today if you can hear the voice of god become an evangelist in your town become an evangelist in your area to your colleagues to your friends to your neighbors to your relatives oh yes nobody who comes into contact with you should ever say i've never heard the gospel nobody who comes into contact with you can never say that i've never heard the word of god but you will preach to them you will explain salvation to them you will show them the way of life the way that leads to life no other name than the name of jesus lift 
your voice and pray. Koya talama, rapato sataka yandala, rema sundala mahandala ba. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, Father, turn your church into soul winners. Turn the believers into soul winners. Turn the singers into soul winners. Turn the instrumentalists into soul winners. The ashes into soul winners. Oh, mothers into soul winners. Turn us, Lord, that we will live our lives championing the cause of Christ, preaching, oh God, that men will not perish, but they will have everlasting life. Malunde Safali Makaya, Reto Sandelemine. Blessed be God. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands unto the Lord. I want you to shake about three or four people and tell them that I think I must be a proper soul winner. I don't think I'm a real soul winner. The way the preaching has gone, I can see that I am not in it. I can see. I can see. Oh yes. Tell him introduce yourself as soul winner. Introduce yourself as soul winner. Soul winner. Eddie. Soul winner. Jeff. Soul winner. Are you introducing yourself to your friend, to your neighbor? As what? As what? So winner, add your name to, to the to the so. Tell him that I am so winner. Yes. Now let me tell you something. Now do this for me. Okay, let me tell you something. Do you know any friend? You are not God, and you can't judge everybody. But you can know some people that from the way they lived. Ah, if you just look at how they live, they are likely. They are likely to be in hell. Do you know anybody like that? Do you know anybody like that? Like some Apache brat friend in secondary school, some very, some way person in the area, some drunkard, some wee smoker. Do you know anybody like that? Lift your hand. Okay. So tell your neighbor that, mention the guy's name to your neighbor and say, that guy is expecting me to preach the word. Yes. He's expecting me to preach, to be a soul winner. Yes, so that others can experience the treasures of salvation. Treasures of salvation. What a blessing. Lift your hand. Father, thanks a million. Oh, yes. Thanks a million. The grace of soul winning may it come upon us. May it come upon us. Lift your hand and receive it. That grace is coming on you. Receive it. That grace is coming on you. Receive it. Oh, yes treasures you too will stand one day before god and say these are my these are my glory and my joy this is my crown of rejoicing these that are standing before the lord they are the my crown of rejoicing oh yes father let the grace come upon us to be effective soul winners even in the house of the lord in jesus name amen as every head is bowed and every eye closed you are here today somebody invited you but you're not a born again christian god has many wonderful blessings for you in his kingdom and today you want to say pastor pray for me i want to give my life to jesus as every head is bowed and every eye closed i want to pray with you 
just lift up your right hand so I can pray with you wherever you are. Lift up only your right hand. Somebody invited you. You came to church by yourself, but you want to say, Pastor, I want to have a personal experience with Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to go to heaven when I die. I don't want to go to hell. Oh, yes. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven when I die. God bless you. I see your hand. Anybody here? Lift your hand. Lift your hand. Lift your hand. Can you stop moving, please? Don't move. Just when I finish, you can move. Don't move when I'm making an altar call, please. Lift your hand. Lift your hand. God bless you. If you have lifted your hand, come to me right in front here so I can pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. Come to me. Come to me. Oh, clap for them where you are standing. Clap for them. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Lift your hands with me and let's pray. Say after me, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with your precious blood. From today, I will serve Jesus. I will follow Jesus for the rest of my days. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I will serve Jesus. I will follow Jesus. Now Satan, now Satan, from today, me and you is finished. I will serve Jesus from now for the rest of my days. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Take your communion elements and um, stand to your feet with it. Father, we thank you for the body of Jesus. The body that was broken. Yes. Lift it up like so. His body was broken. And every stripe that was laid upon his battered back said that his love knows no end. And today as you partake of his body, may every broken aspect of your life be mended in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Please. When Jesus died, his blood, he lost so much blood. He died from loss of blood. Yes. And that blood that oozed out of his body was to buy and buy you back in the sight of God, redeem you, and make you a child of God. Thank you for this blood. 
this blood sets us apart as God's children as we partake of this blood may he seal you may he perfect his forgiveness his mercy his cleansing for your life and give you victory over every sin the blood of Jesus Christ drink lift your hand lift your hand the Lord bless you the Lord keep you the Lord whom you have chosen to serve may he show you mercy for he is rich in mercy may he show you kindness may he not deal with you according to your mistakes sometimes you make mistakes in driving may it never end in an accident sometimes you make mistakes in your walk may you not twist your ankle sometimes you make mistakes in climbing a height may you never fall from a height sometimes you make a mistake in lighting a fire may it never lead to the burning of your house the Lord deliver you from every kind of evil that your mistake can bring you the Lord save you and help you oh my God thank you for the mercy of God that shields us from the consequences of our mistakes we thank you we thank you in Jesus name Amen we have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30 and 10.30 a.m. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.